0: Hey, we're officially live. Everyone should be able to see us and hear us now. Uh, say hi. Let's check your mic. Hey, I can hear you. Nice. Uh, chat, let us know if uh, you know either of us is muted, frozen, anything like that happens. We'll get it fixed right away. Other than that, everything seems good on our end, so we're going to push forward. This is the official deep dive uh, series that I've been putting I've been putting this out for, I think, a year now. I've been hitting uh, every roll in cyberpunk red and now i'm venturing out into uh, oh you couldn't hear him let's see uh check your mic again Here, let me make sure the ball, oh yeah
1: can you hear me now
0: can you hear me now pwb thanks for the <laughs> chat thanks for the uh, uh catch um yeah it looks like uh your audio might have been muted Nice. Uh, PWB says good. So we're good to go now. Now I'll officially move forward. This is our, our deep dive. Like I was saying, I've been putting this out a while. I, I've been doing, uh, every role. I still got a couple other roles to do. I, I, I try to bring in a guest every time, uh, someone who's played that role or something like that. Um, and then we, we just deep dive it, you know, we get into interesting conversations, kind of dissect it. Um, it's not really like a crunch sort of thing. Um, but that's as far as roles, you know, uh, as far as the different roles in cyberpunk. Um, this is a little bit different, and I'm going to be doing a few other deep dives like this. I want to uh, dive into the vehicles of red. There's a couple other supplements I want to do, uh, but this one is about medicine in the time of red. I know a lot of you have probably seen it on the Cyber Nation Uncensored website. Um, it's been created by my buddy here, Stink Palm, and uh, uh, we'll get into, uh, you know, we'll, we'll deep dive this thing. Um, I'll, I'll get into a little intro about that, and, and we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, before we do that... Uh, I'd like StinkPalm, I'd like you to kind of introduce yourself, let people know where they can find you online. You know, you've been a, a supporter of our community for a while in brand and brand um, and now contributing content and now officially playing and streaming with us. Um, but yeah, give people the details where they can find you what you've been doing and all that good stuff.
1: So I'm uh, Tracy, or StingPalm007. You can find me as StingPalm007 on um, Twitter, uh, mostly. Uh, but I'm also in the Discord, uh, CyberNation Discord, and same thing in our Twitch chat. Um, I play a bunch of games. I've played a bunch of games for forever. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I made this this thing for um, Cyberpunk. I have some other plans for different uh, supplements for cyberpunk as well, but um, I, uh, I'm playing in Fallout Asia uh, with uh, GM Capricious Nature uh, every Friday, and so that's a, been a blast. Uh, I also have, I'm working on right now, um, a d 5e supplement for circus-themed bard subclasses, <laughs> so I'm making, like, lion tamers and contortionists, Nice. Um, so that'd be a lot of fun when I get done with that. Um, and yeah, uh, that's a lot of the stuff that I, I work on. I always got something that I, am working on, uh, and sharing now. Oh, and I have a, an awesome article on cyber nation uncensored on the economy of night city and why the, uh, scarcity economy has persisted for, you know, more than 20 years since the corporate war, uh, kind of explaining how that can work and how, uh, sci- uh night city can still have manufacturing but also not have avail- uh, new goods available for people to buy so that's some of the stuff that i i've been doing
0: oh, yeah and i recommend everybody check out uh, cybernation uh, cybernation com. and uh, i'll start I'll, I'll be dropping links in the chat as we go and as we deep dive this but uh, definitely go to the website and you'll see right there on the front page scroll down you'll see all the community content um it's, it's been created and put out there on the site. Um, You can even uh, uh, organize it by uh, hashtags that are on the site. I think Free Stuff is the one with all the downloadable goodies and everything. Um, There's also ones for lore articles, all that stuff. But just dive into the website and all all that and see all the great things that uh, uh, Tracy here, uh, aka Stink Palm, uh, has been creating and putting out there. It's great stuff, man. Uh, I love it. People love it. Uh, Like I told you earlier, I've been working with... Uh, Night City Stories, our official partner for West Marches. I've been talking to them about some other, you know, evolving our partnership. I'll be making some announcements on that very soon, uh, publicly. But uh, just today, I was talking to them, and they were all uh, out of nowhere, just kind of brought it up, like, "Oh, you know, we love all the the things you've been doing over there at Cybernation, um, and that uh, community con- content stuff that you've been creating. That those assets are are very useful, especially that medicine one." And they they brought it up, uh, so it's getting out there. People are loving it, so. Props to you, man. Uh, great job. So, like I said, we're going to deep dive this. Uh, before I get into that, though, I just have uh, you know a couple things I want to announce. Uh, first is I want to give a shout-out to my supporters on Patreon. Uh, lately, I've been launching a lot of uh, uh, gameplay there on Patreon. Um And I know the seats have been filling fast. Uh, Anybody that's part of that, don't stress. I'm going to be launching more. I have a fallout one that I'm going to be launching soon. And then some other cyberpunk, uh, special uh, novelty games uh, with guest appearances and all kinds of stuff. Uh, But, uh, from the gameplay down to the shout-outs to uh, the NPC creations, the consultations, all that stuff. Just, just I, I love the support. All of you are the fuel on my fire. I just want to give a shout-out to Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, William Huddleston, Naomi Madlast, Jamie Minch, Jay, uh, John Erfurt, Leaded Coffee, Michael Edmonds, Chris Anderson, Dolan Pondsmith, Matt James, Roten, uh revolver gray steve barr of sirenscape sirenscape is an official uh sponsor here at cybernation uncensored uh xeno zach who's also capricious nature uh gm's games with us creates content we're going to do a deep dive on his vehicles of red uh soon cyber smiley who runs a a, uh for uh tales of the forlorn dopes series with us with data fortress 2020 shout out to cyber Smiley, raven andy stretton copia salt tracy goodwin hey what's up uh daniel terry nicholas king and alex maxwell uh shout out seriously all of you are the fuel on my fire like i say you know i create this stuff because of the support uh the validation all that all that is just absolute motivation seriously so thank you from the bottom of my heart means a lot the other thing i want to shout out uh it's my anniversary with my beautiful wife val mulligan um i know a lot of you have probably seen me shout her out Uh, she's always in the chat when i stream when she can when she's not stuck at work or hustling or on set Um, aside from that she plays with team veritas every month uh, the last wednesday of every month um, but we've been partners for a long time, you know, when I was a touring musician, she would hit the road with my band, uh, helping the merch table and road crew when we do filmmaking. She acts, produces, uh, production design, all kinds of stuff. Uh, she's been my partner forever. We're on our like 24th anniversary uh, since we met and started dating, um, and our marriage anniversary is coming up next month. Um, so we'll be, a, we'll be celebrating for, for a little while here, but I wanted to take a moment to shout her out because she's my partner, uh, my best friend. I uh, love you, Val. And uh, if anybody sees her online, give her a shout out, uh, you know, tell her happy, happy anniversary, let her know that I gave a shout out and uh, yeah, show her some love. I'd really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, let me get, let's get Sirenscape going here. Uh, oh, thanks. Chat saying congratulations.
1: Yeah, congrats. That's awesome. Uh, it's also yes. kind of crazy because uh, we're four days out from my 24th anniversary with my wife. Oh, really? So, <laughs> that's kind of crazy
0: that's cool. that's awesome. Here, let's see here. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get the 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 med tech sound set going for us. There we go. A little background little background stuff for us to enjoy. Ooh did we freeze? Are we back? Looks like I might be frozen. There we go. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but no, I've got a little, little MedTech sounds going. Shout out to Sirenscape. I might ch- change it up to a rip, Ripperdoc sound set soon. And then over to the new Trauma Team set that they just put out. Everyone should check out Sirenscape. Love that shit. Um, so yeah, this is the Medicine of Red uh, supplement that, that, that Stink Bomb created. Uh it's amazing. I want to dive in. There's some lore and uh, you know community-contributed uh, uh, content in there, like fun stuff. We'll skip over that. I want to recommend everybody watching, like I will throughout this stream, to go download this. Check out all the details for yourself. Um, I'll be putting the link in chat as we go. Um, I'm also going to bring it up on screen uh, here in a moment. But, uh, but Mr. Stinkiest of Palms... Why don't you bless us with your knowledge of this supplement you have created, and I'll pass the mic to you.
1: Yeah, so first I want to give a shout-out to some of the people that really, like, made this come to life. Uh, Capricious Nature, uh, I went to him originally and wanted to share some of my stuff that I made, and he's like, we need to get this into a supplement. And he really kind of, with that fire, we got this going. And then on this last update, um, Linda Whitson volunteered from um, from the... Cyber Nation Uncensored uh, Discord and it was like, hey, I know how to edit stuff, you know, let, let's uh, you know, can I help out? And so she, uh, she's been helping tons and then we have all these other people that contributed stories and all the NPCs in there, they're all people's characters, so yeah. Like, th- there's a lot of love in there, you know oh, So Yeah, let, yeah
0: and I, let me back that up just let me, before you keep going into this as we dive in, I want to back that up and just say absolutely, like, our community is the best and it's, it, it's just so funny how, like, you start creating something and then someone else is like, oh, man, you should put that out. Let's beef that up. And then the second you get going, someone else is like, oh, I love that. Here, let me contribute. <laughs> like, you know, and it starts snowballing. Um, just great support from the community. So I just, I just want to back that up and say I, I can't get enough of it. I, I, I love uh, everything that we've been doing here. And uh, shout out to the community for helping us so much. Uh, but, yeah, Mike, back to you. I just wanted to back that up.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, um, basically, uh, it's got eight chapters in it and, uh, we start off with stuff about trauma, medical services. Um, there, and so we start off with so, filling kind of a lot of this was filling gaps that I saw in the book, you know, they're minor things, but they're things that I, I wanted to have in there. Um, and so Um, I start off with these medical services I fill in gaps about like how much does it cost to stabilize somebody or how much uh, does it cost to get somebody to get some speed heal or something like that and uh, talking about those sorts of more ancillary services as well as some of the other aspects of uh, trauma including um, things about like what if you want to save an eye that's been dismembered or a hand that's dismembered you know, if you uh, want to save something that's been um, like destroyed, then uh, you—it's uh, it, not as easy as just taking it off, putting a new cyber one up. But uh, you know, one of my uh, one of my players is stickler and doesn't want any cyberware, and uh, like you know, so they they would want to have like their, their real body parts saved if possible. Um, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, so let, let's do this. Let's. Uh, I got it here up on the screen now. Um, it's all. It's all you. You and your supplement. You alone with your baby, right here, live in front of everyone. Uh, chat. Feel free to ask questions as we go. Um, oh hell yeah, uh, Rob, right there. Uh, he's gonna be part of an upcoming team that I'll be streaming. He's also a content creator. Uh, everyone should read his stuff. He says it's a cool supplement. See, uh, people love it, man. Yep. Great fucking job. So let's do it. What I'm gonna do is. Um, I'm just going to go page for page. I'm going to scroll down through it. We're on the cover right oh. now. And uh, you just take it chapter for chapter explaining what it is. Like I said, we'll kind of skip over the, the, the more, you know, awesome lore and, and creative stuff. And we'll get, you know, get into the more of, of the useful, uh, cool. you know, crunch and gritty Kay. stuff. But, yeah, I'll just take it uh, page for page and you can describe it. But, yeah, let's go for it. Uh, we're here yeah. at the introduction I- and uh, disclaimer. Everyone can kind yeah. of knows what that sort of stuff is. <laughs> it explains who you are, and we got the table of contents here. Um, so let's start with uh, the first thing here. We got oh, and acknowledgments. Um, that's great. Shoutouts to the community once again. Um, and I saw the, the, the thanks to me and the community and all that. Aside from the ones that contributed to this, just uh, you know, extra shoutouts. Re- really appreciate that, man. You're awesome.
1: Yep, uh, no, I appreciate the community you built. So, um, got a shout out to them, you know?
0: Hell yeah. So. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, here we uh, are. Chapter one is Injuries and Medical Treatment.
1: Yeah, so all the chapters kind of start with a story. Um, you guys can go and read them. They are written by players of med techs in the voice of their med tech. Um, and so you may see some some people that you uh, enjoy watching um, on streams, including some of Rob's. Um, and then we move on into um, basically like trauma services. The big one here is that I kind of felt like we didn't have anything about stabilizing somebody who's injured. You, you know, sometimes you get lucky. You don't lose a hand, an arm in the fight, but you do get really hurt. And if, if nobody's good at tech stuff and nobody has good first aid, then sometimes they can't bandage you up good enough. Um, and so that's what this first table is here. Um, and what, I, what I love short- that you
0: did here too, um, not, not to interrupt, but I want to point out uh, something. You, know, you, you add in these great uh, supplemental rules and ideas and tables and things to expand the gameplay. And then you also give like, page references for things that you mentioned in the official you know, Cyberpunk Red uh, rulebook. It's just so uh, easy to use and fluid. It's, it's great.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I, I really wanted to have those, those page numbers in there so that you can go back and you can look at what the real what the rules is written in are. and then you can say, do I want this? Do I want to, to change it? you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, when I'm doing that sort of thing, I, I try to cite it so you know where I'm look, what I'm looking at when I'm doing it. Um, and so I, I have some modifications in there. I have a minimum charge for a trauma team. You know you can't just call them out for a band-aid. Um, they're gonna charge you a couple hundred bucks if you, uh, call them out for anything. Um, and I have some basic costs for, like, stabilizing quick fixes, stuff that doesn't really require surgery or anything big. Um, and then, kind of moving on to the next section, um, I hit some, um, additional, like, kind of, ancillary services. Um, so those are gonna include, uh, you know, other stuff that you might need. Maybe you need pump service. Maybe you need transportation, you know. A lot of that stuff gets wrapped up if you have trauma team, but not every uh, medical service is going to be exactly like trauma team. So this is what what you might get hit for if you uh, are doing some sort of piecemeal medical service. Um, and also if you want to get, like, uh, pharmaceuticals, well, you know, MedTech has to administer them, so they're going to charge pretty good for them. The healing ones are cheaper, but... Some med techs, not many, but some of them might give you some STEM or some surge right before you go off into uh, uh, into battle or something. Um, and they, they usually charge a hefty price for something like that because it's, you know, um, it's very specialized stuff. Um, and one thing to call out here, it's also in the equipment, is Safe Dose, which is a, a system for determining if you can give more pharmaceuticals. Because a lot of these pharmaceuticals say you can only use it once per day. Oh, or you can only use it once per week or once per however long. And um, my big question was, like, well, what happens when you do too much, you know? If you take Speed Heal twice in a row. Um, and we actually will we'll hit that later on in the pharmaceuticals chapter. But Safe Dose there is is intended to uh, check and see, is, is it safe to dose somebody? Because people don't tell uh, clinicians, like, their real history half the time. Um, people don't always disclose.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: That's great. So um and then moving on from those ancillary services, um, we come to cryotanks. You know, registered med techs are able to use cryotanks, um at rate two of uh, cryo operation. But I, I looked at it and like, well, why is a business gonna let you just come in and use a cryotank for free? Like they aren't. It's nice city. So there's a charge in there. Um <laughs> You know, you gotta... Um, you gotta pay for it. Uh, if you have your own cryo tank, well, then you you have to refill it kind of like you refill your uh, cryo pump. Um, and you have to keep, you know, the cryo fluid or whatever they, they use in, um, you know, good. So we have that. Um, moving on a little bit more, we have some critical injury stuff. Rules on salvaging dismembered uh, body parts. So if you lose a hand... Lose an arm and you don't want it, um, like cut off and replaced. Then you might be able to salvage it. Uh, this could also apply to cyberware. Uh, um, I have a specific um, additional equipment piece, an uh, advanced cybernetics kit that can be used to salvage um, cyberware that's been dismembered. So if you got a really nice arm, it might be worth it. You know. Um, otherwise, you, you know, it's going to cost. Well, it's going to cost an arm and a leg to get a new cyberarm <laughs> like that. Hell yeah. Um, some other stuff I have in this chapter is about uh, anesthesia. So, you know, a lot of uh, surgeries are going to require anesthesia. It's not in the book, but, you know, um, basically if the surgery is fairly difficult, this is mostly for broken limbs, dismembered, things like that it, um, you need some sort of anesthesia, and if you don't have it, you're going to take a penalty because you're not really operating with the right tools. Um, and there's even some um, some extra stuff in there if you want to kind of do some makeshift anesthesia and, you know, slam somebody full of black lace instead of uh, uh, going the, the proper route. And you, you can try it. It works sometimes. You know? <laughs> right. So... We got you, know, that you can, all, you can always
0: roll the dice, you know? Yep. Yep.
1: I mean, I, I like letting players roll the dice. It might not be good for them, but...
0: <laughs> hey, that's you the know. the
1: game. <laughs> um, and then the last little bit in there is about treating multiple critical injuries. Rules is written, says, okay, if you get injured and you have, say, three crit injuries and you go into the hospital, we charge you for the most expensive one and we're done. Um, with my players... I charge him for every crit injury, uh, because this stuff is expensive. Don't get yourself blown away like that. Like, so um, I, I don't. I'm not nice about that. I'm like, oh, you got three crit injuries. All right, that's for this one, this one, this one. Boom, your bill's like fifteen hundred bucks.
0: I like um, that. I think you know with how. Uh... You know, Cyberpunk is always deadly, we know that, it's a rough game. Cyberpunk Red especially, like, with having a source thing it's more cutthroat, you know, everybody's elbowing for space, but there's an IP reward system, there's, you know, you get paid for gigs, I mean, you you can, your edge runners uh, can progress, you know, if they're kicking ass, they can progress, and I think it's important, like you said, to kind of put that pressure back, it should always be, like, um, intense, and I agree with you, you know, if you have a few critical injuries, like, a hospital's not going to say well, we're just going to charge you for the most expensive one, and then we'll, we'll clean up these other ones while we're in there, like, no they don't, hell, fuck no they don't, especially not in a dystopian future, if anything, they'll charge you all that, <laughs> plus an additional fee for the extra you know, hour they had to put in on the clock, I don't know you know what I'm saying, like, there'd be something exactly. more I would even think, but, hell yeah, great, good yeah. idea I like it.
1: Totally, I mean I, 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 you know, looking at medical bills of my own, it's like yeah, no, they're not that nice in the dystopian future, <laughs> you
0: know? Nope, not at all.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, at least they don't send you an extra bill from some random provider you never knew of, like, you know, six months later, so...
0: Yeah. Oh, P- <laughs> like, right, PWB done. in chat says, uh, I'm generous with money, so charging for crit injuries is a great idea. Exactly, I am too. Like, I yeah. love I love rewarding my players above and beyond the typical sometimes. <laughs> like, it'll fluctuate, but... um. But just as much as I love to reward them, there has to be repercussions for the things that they've done and some stuff to balance some of those rewards. So, like, if they're progressing and think they're kicking ass and things are just intense and diverse and they're role-playing and the agency is flowing, you know, like, um, and they're getting rewarded as such, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to throw some extra complicated things in there, you know, just like, I, you know, like complications and Fallout, so to speak. You know, like in Cyberpunk, I'll kind of create those sort of moments and things where, like, ah, shit, like, all of a sudden everything just blew up and got burned out or like they lost this or got robbed here or something fucked up happens or like, I love your idea. Like I said, I'll back it up again, like charging for each individual critical injury, like make, make those, those battles serious, you know?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's another tool in your toolbox, right? And so when your players, they they start getting too much stuff, you go, all right, well let's get rid of a little bit of that. And then uh, we'll move on because you don't want them to like gather too much all at once. You know. So
0: um Let's see if I can get this chat up here. I apologize for, for moving pressure. around the stream thing right here, but I'm just gonna line up oh, chat um, a little bit better. Yeah, go And for Nick's
1: it. loon, um yes, I, I endorse charging other players for surgeries. Uh I have uh actually a couple med tech players in, in my games and uh they do charge other people for surgeries uh or <laughs> other treatments. Uh it's just you got to make your money, but I also charge my med techs. You'll see later on. Um, my med techs, when they do, they stabilize somebody, or they do a surgery, or they do anything like that. They go through ten bucks worth of materials, so they got to re up their their kits full of all the bandages and all the sutures they need and everything. Exactly. And so they they got you can't do everything for free. No, no it, and, it's and I'll, I'll back
0: that up too. I've had teams do that where I've had a med tech in there, uh, one that was contributing. To uh, uh, this PDF from one of my old teams, Team Nameless, and then a, a recent team that I was doing where um, they would do, like you just suggested, their uh, uh, Nick's Loon 1367 in chat, uh, the one we're referring to uh, for anyone listening um, that can't watch the VOD or see the chat in the stream. Um, yeah, like uh, they would charge at a discount, you know, uh, just for like bare minimum, and they would kind of explain it like, oh, just for supplies. I'm not going to charge you for my time, we're teammates, but you know, I got my supplies and things like that, and they would make their money and then I would charge them a fraction of that to replace things and stuff. You know, it'd be like a discount homie hookup. But yeah, I think you, you should charge. You know, yeah, um, definitely. Anyway. And Rob, Rob Aaron Scha- a... uh, didn't want to lose this one too. He says one of one of the best tools in the GM's toolbox is keeping their players broke makes them more <laughs> likely to go out on an adventure. Exactly. Like you got to keep uh, a little bit of that desperation going, and especially like in, a, in Cyberpunk Red or any other type of like sort of dystopian future sort of vibe or post-apocalyptic vibe any of that sort of stuff like absolutely the pressure needs to be on there needs to be a little bit of desperation they, 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 it should be motivation for them to like like you said kind of adventure and gig and you know try to survive <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely but here, absolutely i I'll, I'll, uh,
0: no, go on say what you're saying I'm just gonna bring back up the PDF
1: yeah they, they just you gotta have that pressure on them otherwise they, they won't take that the uh you know high risk gig or whatever you wanna like exactly. what you have ready you know, and this is cyberpunk, man. Everybody's broke. Even when you're when you have money, boom. Next day, you could be broke. Oh yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Um, so I love doing that sort of stuff. Uh, the next chapter hit some cyberware. Um, so that story is actually by uh, Zach. That's his. Uh, nice. Um, that's his uh, Ripper doc There. Yep. But. Um,
0: and then we got moving the, down the table here.
1: Yeah, moving down to the next part um, there's some new cyberware we only got a few pieces um, two of the three there are made by Linda um, I um, I renamed her uh, uh, I renamed the many I created that name but uh, she made the, the item um, and so that's really awesome uh, and the Nova nails um, I threw in there I was like hey you know we have hair we have tattoos we have eyes like you know Somebody's going to want some nails. They don't do any damage, but they look nice. And you can, if you want, you can combine them with um, some of the smaller claw-like things, you know, like rippers or scratchers, and so they can look nice and hurt. But uh, they, you know, they're nice there. Uh, and then that kind of brings us right into the fashion wear, which is the next section, and it's all about extra rules of of adapting and customizing your fashion wear. I actually picked up a, a chunk of this from Rob uh, with, with uh, you know, some of the people going, hey, I'm going to change the color of my tech hair, and I'm going to, like, I have chem skin, so I should, like, maybe make myself look a little different and things like that. And so I started thinking about, well, what can we do, you know? You, you can't be, like, edge running and, like, sneaking into a place with glowing hair and glowing tattoos all over. <laughs> so you got to be able to turn them off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: and sometimes you want to blend but, into a crowd and you might want to change up your look a little bit be you know uh, you broke into a place like wearing all black black hair and darker skin darker eyes and all that and then maybe you want to blend into like a club scene real quick all of a sudden get all neon and light colors and <laughs> you know like just completely change up yep. the fit in
1: yeah yep, totally and like sometimes you know like people have different choices on like skin. I have a player that uh, went with, with camouflage chemskin right. like that that's what his normal look is and then like sometimes he'll turn it off or whatever but like that's his, his normal mm. um, he's solo obviously uh but yeah so we have stuff like that to kind of help let you uh be a little bit more flexible if you want let your players kind of play around a little bit more and uh reward some of that creativity there um uh, moving on into cyborg installation this was actually a part that really kind of Bothered me with the book, and I know why story built it the way they did. And it's really very much on their very simplified cost system, which I really like. Like, I love that the cost categories are simple; you can remember them. Um, you know, it's it's super easy to memorize them and know what stuff is. But um, it had some weird side effects, and one of those I noticed was like the installation price of Cyberware. A Cybereye will cost you a hundred bucks, and you can get it installed. But you find a cyber eye and you want to get it installed, it's going to cost you five hundred bucks to get that thing installed. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I brought the cyber eye to you. You're going to charge me five times the price of buying it new, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I adjusted those prices so they're kind of a percent of the base price, uh, and I kind of also offered some extra, like surgery times. I felt like four hours. Nice and simple. I like the straightforward approach from Martell Sorry, but sometimes I want to add a little bit more. And so I shift it so, like, you can go get that, that mall installation, that uh, fashion wear or whatever, done on your lunch hour. It only takes an hour to get that stuff in, but it might take a- uh, eight hours to get your linear frame implanted. Uh, you know, because yeah. some of those things are just they're harder.
0: Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I like that adjustment. Um, and I agree with you. I think it is. it, it gets a little bit sticky with that uh, – you know, I understand that they, they, they wanted to tone down the whole, like, 2020 aspect, like, where everybody was out there killing as an edge runner team, and you're just, like, hacking off limbs and going and dragging bodies into Ripper docks and making money on the side, <laughs> you know? And it was just kind of a little bit dark, a little bit gruesome, and, and slightly unrealistic to, to how much that, that tended to happen back in those days when playing with teams, you know, and stuff, at, at, at least ones I've seen and played with and have run or, you know, been part of. Um, and I think they wanted to kind of make it like, you know, in the future, it's not really worth much. We can clone our own things here and that. But with the cyberware, I agree. I think it gets sticky. Like, especially if you have a med tech that can take the time and remove it from a body so it doesn't get damaged. But, like, if you hack one off, then you gotta, like, pay a tech to fix it, to even get it to go mm-hmm. install it. Then you gotta go and, like you said, pay more to have it installed. It just doesn't make sense. So. Um, I, th- I yep. like that streamlining that a little bit, making it a little more realistic, a little more cost effective. So, like you can still be, um, you know, jacking things off the bodies that you're accumulating, so to speak, and making it worth it. You know, if you're gonna take some cyberware,
1: totally. And also, part of the impetus was um, one of my teams has a tech and a med tech. The tech's like, hey, I can fabricate this stuff. The med tech's like, I can install it. Then we look at the prices. We're like, that doesn't even make sense. Right. Like, so. You know, we gotta. We, I wanted to fix some of that stuff. Uh, I see That's in the chat. Point.
0: That's a great point there too. Like the whole fabricating, um, like making something that that already exists using that tech skill for the cost of materials, and then the med tech installing it. And it, yeah, it, it should be uh, way cheaper, way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go yeah. on here. Let me bring it back up before we deep dive on just one thing. But but yeah, you've got the cyberware installation uh, table here and expanded on those prices making it a percentage of the base, and then I guess we can yep, move on yep. to the next.
1: So the next table is really just built off this this one, and it takes the tech's a uh, uh, fabricating ability, figures out the prices for materials to build cyberware, takes the uh, cyberware's base, co- you know, takes the base cost, tells you how much the materials will cost, and then how much installation will cost for the different levels: mall, clinic, hospital, and then you can see what the profit margin is. And the profit margin is going to be split between the tech and the med tech. You know, the one fabricating, the one installing. But that's the total amount of money that could be made off of the given um, item. And so that kind of just breaks it down, so you can kind of see, um, like, one that this actually works—that you could you could make a business out of this—and uh, two that like. You know, um, it helps you kind of look at it and decide uh, how to run it if you want to run it in your game. Or if you want to adjust these prices, go for it. You know, it's your game. Um, and then, like, you'll see some of the sweet spots, like those $500 uh, items, that's actually where you make good money. Because um, you make almost 50% profit on those things. Whereas uh, going off to, um, you know, the $100 items, those don't make a whole lot of money. You know, you get some lunch money out of that.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just starting materials to fabricate alone, it's like 50% the base cost versus, mm-hmm. you know, a 20% base cost. So yeah, I see what you're saying. There's some sweet spots. I, I love it. I love the intricacies and the little dynamics built within it, let alone the fact that you've added it in to kind of give this aspect to the game in general. Like, great. I love it.
1: Yep. Um, And also I want to call out to chat really quick, uh, Nick's loon. Uh, Yes, you can set your biomonitor to contact, um, emergency contact. I like I put that in there. So it's not just trauma team. Like, yeah, um, a lot of people may hook it up to trauma team, but it could be a different medical service. It could be uh, your buddy that always drags your butt out of bad situations. It could be your fixer for all you know. It could be your mom that you want to call if you're dying. Like yeah. it, it's whatever you want, like because you gotta program those things, you know. So, you know, I figured why not? You could put it, put it on whatever, whatever uh, number you want to have a call. Oh, yeah. I, love um, it. I mean, hell, tech could probably or a netrunner could probably figure out how to make it post to your uh, to your garden space or something. Yeah, you know, live update, dying right now. That'd Check be, out my vitals.
0: That would be great <laughs> for a, uh, a a rocker you know in sticky situations it instantly blasts out to the garden page hitting all the fans so then you can have them do a charismatic impact check to see if any fans come to rescue or donate or Mm. do something to help Yeah, like that would be clever yeah yeah clever little ideas there for like a a a, a rocker med tech net running team like yeah so you got to be creative i love this sort of stuff this is why i love deep dives and um you know i do it for each role because we get creative like that for each role different ways to play him and, and be creative with it but what i'm finding interesting now with the fact that um, we've kind of done this deep dive on this supplement is that it's kind of uh you know yeah we're deep diving the medicine and all the great things with that but it's allowing us to kind of deep dive uh, multiple roles and teams and ways to use this stuff that you created now in in, in, uh, in creative ways uh you know within a team and like man it can be uh, a lot of fun like um uh, I almost want to. I want to start playing now a little more than just GMing, uh, just so I, just so I can start uh, fucking with this stuff, this creative thing. All right, back to the PDF. All right, here we go. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, the next section is discount cyberware. This is one of those great things I love to offer the uh, the players. The yes, but so man, I don't have enough <laughs> money to buy this new cyber arm with all those, these things I want. What can I do? Well, you can buy from the discount rack. It's seventy five percent of uh, full cost, so you get twenty five percent off on this. Uh, but you got to roll and see what happens. Good chance that it's nothing permanent, but it could be. You might roll really bad. If you roll two d six, and you you get whatever slot you get on there. Um, you have to install it first too. You can't you can't go and check it out. If uh, if a tech could just look at it and say it's good or bad, it wouldn't be on the shelf so uh, and it's at GM's discretion they can decide what's available it's not always like just anything you want and it may come with like attachments or whatever uh, slots already taken out that you have to buy with it um it's GM's call but um you roll really bad and you get like a two you might your stuff might be foobar it might be like you have to pull it out and you guys have to like go and just it, it's garbage like a tech could fix it if they wanted to go build, rebuild it um you might get something that's glitchy, um, and whenever you uh, get a crit fail, then uh, it starts glitching out and it starts to fail on you. <laughs> I love that. Um, so that one could be fun. It might just be that it's um, it's an outdated model. It costs a little extra humanity or it looks bad. Or sometimes, sometimes you find a gem in there. You roll um, 12 on it and bam, you got something. It's got extras in it. It's upgraded somehow. GM decides what, but um, – you, you got some, you know, you got something at low price, and you got benefits.
0: Yeah, we might have to. Uh, I love the PWB there in chat. Uh, we might have to add in, add in that. Let me make sure it comes up there on the stream so other people can see it as well. But um, one slot stuffed with chewed bubble gum. Awesome. I, lo- I love yep. that idea. <laughs>
1: yep. So, and, and if you want to like take that table, you want to modify something, or you want to like write out ideas, like. By all means. I had I a hundred different ideas for a lot of those little spots and what we could do with them and how it could be. And then eventually I'm just like, there's too much here. I'm just going to say it's GM's discretion on how you want to play this thing out. Yeah. You know?
0: Sometimes that's um, best. I, I did a, that weather table uh, long ago, uh, which is on the site. People can use it. And I started getting into, like, modifiers and things. And I was like... Fuck man, if I really dive into this, like it's gonna be paragraph on each one. When really I wanted it to be like a one-page little roll some dice and boom, you got your little quick answer. So then I yeah, I put just a, a handful of little modifiers, and then at the top I'm like you know GM discretion, add some fucking modifiers in there and stuff, you know, like because yep. I- I'm with you. Like if I start thinking about it, I'll think of you know, a hundred different ways to do it. I'll start writing it out. And then each, each little number will be its own page and like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I, I condensed it down. I'm like, okay, these are going to be like certain types of modifiers or effects that you might have. Um, and you know, you Love can kind of roll with it. Um, so that pretty much wraps up like chapter two. Um, and then we kind of move on into chapter three, which is about therapy. Um, and so, little bits of this are, um, you know, stuff that's mentioned in the book originally. But then I go and I start expanding on some of this. So, um, you know, in the in the rules it's written, uh, there's addiction therapy, but it only cures one addiction. Well, if you if you say watch you know, Cyberpunk goes nomad, then you know that uh, Chuggies is over there with like five addictions or whatever. Um, and you know, grabbing every chem you can find. So, you know, this is um, the extreme addiction therapy. It cures all of them all in one fell swoop. Um, but it it costs. It costs a lot. Um, and then I have some other ones. Um, I have an experimental rapid detox. Uh, so you know, you can't wait a week. You got you got two days, and you got to kick this thing. Well, you can do it with the experimental rapid detox. Um, it's a it's still experimental. It involves taking um, stardust, which is a really strong uh, hallucinogen, and lust, which is a um, hypnotic kind of mind control drug. And they kind of convince you not to use drugs any or that drug anymore. Um, but um, you know, it's it's got its own risks in there, um, and. You know, you can play it how you want. Uh, The company I have kind of behind it in my head, like, is a little shady. And uh, you might come out with a little extra programming when you're done with that sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, So, um, you know, you got to watch out. Uh, And then I got the, the, you know, old school going cold kibble. Like, you got to just kick it. I'm just not going to use it. Um, It's hard to do that. I mean, anybody who's known anybody who's had drug problems, like... It, it's not easy, but I wanted to have something in there for people because people do do it. And uh, so you got you to gotta go clean for seven days, but that's not a simple task sometimes. Uh, and your friends can help you out. Uh, sometimes they can convince you to, like, uh, not use. And sometimes it's more of them just sitting on top of you when you're trying to go get something, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moving down from there, we get into the um, humanity loss therapies. Uh, Actually, we hit the table uh, first because that's how the layout ended up being, Uh, which I summarize everything. It's set up like the uh, tables in the book uh, or the table in the book. Um, I don't remember which page it's on, probably uh, Um, 2.30. It's set up the same thing.
0: Two twenty nine to two thirty full details. Uh, see so you put that right there in the supplement. Yep. Easy to uh
1: oh, see yeah easy to get it, see? That was Whoever yep, made this was Tracy smart, man. It.
0: They they trouble yeah, that dude Tracy's pretty good. That stink palm dude, he's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Glad he was thinking ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: he was looking out for you. Yeah.
1: So I mean I got I got um, you know set up like that so you have a quick reference and then like you can go look at each section to see the details on some of these new ones um, and I have the cost in there um, I, I'm quite proud of my cost for the cold kibble which is uh, free yeah. or <laughs> AF Um, so yeah I like that uh, there's, there's that uh, moving down from there we end up at the experimental humanity loss therapy um this is um actually what uh uh this is a method of kind of doing uh humanity loss therapy but not with the standard you know biotechnica drugs so in this case uh basically involves doing a ton of blue glass while somebody guides you through a uh a massive hallucinogenic journey um if it turns out right then you might be able to work through a bunch of issues if it turns out wrong well, you might not work through the issues and you could become hooked on blue glass. So, you know, it's got a risk in there. Um, but you know what? If you're if you're med tech sitting there like I, I don't know how to make those drugs and I don't know how to uh, you know, those drugs are expensive to, to go do the real therapy. Well, then, you know, getting yourself, you know, a couple hundred bucks of blue glass is a lot cheaper.
0: Yeah, no, I love that it's like the, the cyberpunk version of Ayahuasca or whatever, like people doing, mm-hmm. you know, like crazy natural trips for uh, therapy and stuff. No, I love that. It's great.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's what I was kind of thinking <laughs> of. Yeah,
0: totally. I love so, uh, uh,
1: then we get into the pharmaceuticals, uh, stuff. Uh, the story here actually is my, uh, uh, med tech here at the top of this chapter, uh, Nackerman. Um. Uh, He's kind of hard to understand, so, um, yeah, it's best not to try usually. He only speaks in street slang. Um, but, so the uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, the first major section here is the uh, misuse of medtech pharmaceuticals. And that got me into, like, I got into this whole question, well, one of my medtechs got pickpocketed by some kids. And they I rolled randomly, what the hell, are they going to steal? And it turned out to be some of his pharmaceuticals. And I'm like, well, what happens if these kids just go, you know, use this stuff? Um, and uh, yeah, so I actually.
0: Rules I, is written on this, you know, things like this is has to be, you know, administered by uh, med tech, you know?
1: Yep, yep, Yeah, rules are right. But, only med techs can administer it.
0: Yeah, but they never uh, dive into, well, but what if? You know, yep. and like, so, absolutely, that's going to fucking happen. So I love this. Keep going. Totally.
1: Man. Yeah, so so I, I tweeted uh, at Artalorian, and I'm like, "Hey, what, what's with this?" And they suggested, "Hey, maybe you could treat it like poison." And I'm like, "All right, that's a good start, but it's not quite where I want to get." And so um, I actually have it set up in here so that um, so if you use a if you use a pharmaceutical more than you're supposed to, you you take Speed Heal once in the day, and then six hours later, you're like, "No, I'm just going to use some more Speed Heal." Then you're overdosing it and it's going to it's going to be treated like a biotoxin um, that that's a role resist drug torture uh, or take 3d6 damage straight to your health. And it's harsh. Um, but if you're trying to dose somebody and you don't know what you're doing, what it is, it is it's, it's two luck rolls, one luck roll for the person measuring the dose and one luck roll for the person receiving the medicine it's total luck as to whether that's the right amount that's in the dosage and the right amount for your body. Um, and it's two luck rolls and, uh, the way it works out, even the luckiest people, um, you know, eight luck, they got a, in the end, they got a, uh, uh, they got a 70% chance of hitting each of those rolls, but they have to make two of them. It's only 49% chance of actually getting the right effect out of it. So your luckiest person's got a, got a coin flip. Um, and everybody else goes downhill from there. So, it, you know, your med tech goes down, but he's got something on him that might help him. Well, you can take the risk, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be a risk. Um, yeah. Uh, then kind of moving on from the misuse of med tech pharmaceuticals, I start going into some extra uh, pharmaceuticals. So some of these are things that aren't necessarily named in the book but uh, are essentially referenced. So I created names for the addiction drugs, standard humanity loss drugs, extreme humanity loss drugs. Uh, and so that's where we get Crave uh, Away for addictions, uh, therapy for uh, standard humanity loss, and Humagain for um, extreme humanity loss. Uh, but then I started kind of thinking about some other things and um, in to me, I feel like med techs can do a little bit more with the synthesizing drugs than just um, the couple of pharmaceuticals that they have in there. So I added in uh, poison and biotox and they can learn how to uh, synthesize because uh, they already have um, um in the book, which takes away a poison or whatever, right? It, it cleans out the system, so I added poison and biotoxins in there, and I also added a couple other ones for some of the, um, like, for my extreme um, addiction therapy, I added sobriodine for that one, and I have uh, a sleeping drug, uh, turbo Turbo TurboTorpor, which is basically got the same effects as uh, sleep ammunition, like sleep grenades and stuff, Um, but it's, you know, A med tech can synthesize it. Uh, And then I added in this like little mechanic thing where some of these build off each other. So you can't just go, oh, why would I ever take a standard humanity loss drug when I can do extreme? If I'm a med tech, I just go all the way. Well, you have to take some of these to build up. So you can take the standard humanity loss. Empathy therapy is a pharmaceutical. But in order to take gain the extreme humanity loss, you got to go and have – in the prior one, and so there's kind of a chain there. Uh, in order to get the uh, the addiction uh, drugs, you have to learn how to make Rapitox first. You have to be able to synthesize that, and then they also kind of build on each other. In that, it takes two doses of the prior one to make a batch of a new one. So if you make Rapitox, you you got to make two. You got to make Rapitox, have two doses of that, then you can go and um, make crave away with that uh, and it costs some of the extra money. So it's because it's, cause it's a more expensive drug. It's it's valuable, right? And so then you can go and try to make your crave away. And then if you want to get the extreme like uh, one, the uh, sobriety, well then you've got to take two doses of your crave away, use that to build your uh, uh, sobriety uh, plus a little extra money in there. So um, they kind of build off each other. Biotoxins and poisons work kind of the same way. Um, and it also kind of explains why some of these therapists they specialize, you know, an addiction therapist like, no, this is what I do because I know how to make all the drugs that go into this side of therapy, and you know, somebody who does human- uh, humanity loss therapy might be specialized that way, um, and somebody who does both might only allow- offer the most basic versions of the therapies, you know, because because <clears throat> you got to you got to learn a lot of stuff to do it.
0: So. Yeah. Now we got street drugs is the next after that. Um, yeah. No. And that, that's yeah. that's one thing I love about that chart. Um. And just so chat knows, like again, I'm putting the link there in chat. I'm gonna put it in the description. It's gonna be in the VOD, so everyone can can go download this. Um. We're just kind of touching. Like you see these charts, you know, there's a bunch of different things that he's created here um, and I kind of scroll through so you can see it here on the stream, Um, but he's just describing a couple of the things on each one just so we can, um, you know, get through this and kind of deep dive each section and explain it. Um, But yeah, absolutely download it for yourself so you can, you can see all the details, all the options, all that sort of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, there's tons of stuff in there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I just wanted to explain that because like, you know, I'm sure some people are seeing the chart there with a bunch of things. And, you know, you're kind of cliff noting it for them. Otherwise, you know, this stream might take take a few hours, you know what I mean? Or like a, hand, <laughs> a handful of hours to truly like explain every little thing for people because you've created some awesome stuff here. So, again, you know, people should download it and really dive in.
1: Yeah, I could ramble on about this for quite a while. So. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we go into like we made some extra street trucks um, for me. This started with caffeine. I'm like, there's no caffeine in here, man. Like the world runs on this shit. Like, so, uh, and that was before they put out the uh, uh, cough pops. I I had written this up and then they put out cough pops. So I'm like, oh, I got to go update. Uh, And so, you know, I put out caffeine to kind of take away some of your fatigue penalties. Um, And this this like not just a little bit of caffeine. It's like four cups of coffee in an hour or like a couple of uh, energy drinks in like one hour. Like you got to really be going at it. And if your player drinks a lot of coffee. Then don't don't mess with this and you know it's when you're going above and beyond You're really like trying to you know use use your caffeine to keep you up or like you know feel fresh for a little bit, but it bites you in the butt. Everybody's had a caffeine crash, you know. Um, and then we got some other drugs. Uh, Flicker, that's a, a strong stimulant that keeps you up for a very long time. It's highly addictive. Um, unlike other drugs, where it says, oh, the GM may tell you once in a while that you're craving this drug. Now, this drug lasts eight hours, but after six hours, you start craving it again. So before you're done with it, it's already, like, on you um, trying to get you to do more. Um, So it's highly addictive. Um, But if you want to stay up for two days straight, well, then it's an option. Not a good one, but it's an option. Um, um, Zach actually came up with the Heisenberg sauce, uh, which you can check out in uh, Nomad uh, Go Cyberpunk. Uh, or sorry, uh, but it gives you some luck, but um, it's also pretty, pretty addictive and, uh, you know, it doesn't last too long. So you just always kind of going after it. Uh, the Bundy bars also came from uh, capricious nature who uh, offered this up. And so they can really kind of give you some boost, but they're again, they're, they're kind of a devil's trap. Like they, they're going to get you, um, uh, lust this one was uh actually made by raven uh, who uh, is, you know in the discord plays on the uh, um nomad campaign um and this one is kind of a mind control drug you can give it to people and they become very susceptible to being commanded around um and so you can use it to control people um this one, one of the big problems is if you get hooked on it, then you no longer get the normal effects from it, and they don't, they are very uncontrollable. They lose control of their own ability to regulate their mood and their emotions, and so they, um, yeah, they you, you basically defeat the whole purpose of, of it. Uh, so we got some uh, Molly in here for if people who want to go out and party, and, you know hang out and connect uh, you know no uh cyberpunk would be complete without nova jane um so that's you know uh the uh vibrant green smokable substance um uh, and uh i i love the description on this one my wife came up with it it says uh it's a vibrant green powder that can be smoked vaped or ingested the green is probably meant to simulate uh plant material but nothing living has ever had quite that shade of green yeah. it, it's a very uh, cyberpunky to me because you know all those yeah, fake products they look kind of like it should <laughs> uh, and stardust stardust uh, is a um, hallucinogen but it's primary thing is really it takes away pain and it's it's, uh, it's really potent it's more potent than, like, Black Lace. It goes to the point where you you gain some hit points and you actually can be, like, survive some extra stuff, but GM no longer tells you when you're hit. They track your hit points. They don't even tell you when you take a crit hit unless you roll Perception to notice your own crits. Um, And if you go to use, like, an arm that you just lost and you're on this stuff, you just lose your action for the turn, and then the GM tells you, oh, you lost your arm. Like... So you can use it, but it's um, it's got its risks in there. Um, but it it will um, effectively give you two extra points of body, raising you above eight, and increasing your your HP. So, um, but those also get taken away when you come down. Um, so there's there's like a bunch of street drugs in there that are are.
0: Oh well, we just cool, we just covered it, all of them.
1: Yep. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. awesome
0: um but i wanted to pause for a minute because I, I was i wanted before we get past that or into that nick's had a question prior to that um saying f- about the pharmaceuticals um used solely for therapy the section before asking the the, the humagain crave away and Sobriadine uh, Erdine uh, could they have you been could, could they be used outside of therapy or is that their sole purpose and i mean uh, their sole purpose is for those therapeutic reasons so i imagine mm-hmm. you know but is the question you have to use them while getting therapy from like a therapist, like a med tech? Is that, is that your question? I'm not sure. So,
1: so, um, they, you do have to have a therapist, um, and you're using it in conjunction with therapy. Uh, that's, it's set up to kind of reflect how the book was treating therapy. Um, and so that's how I had that envisioned.
0: Yeah. That's funny. That's exactly. Nick's just putting in the chat there. Uh, here, I'll bring it up that way it comes up in the stream too let's make sure it updates um, one second it looks like uh, my video might be uh, frozen there um but yeah Nick uh, uh, said essentially yes so that's exactly what they were asking uh hey Raven's there hiya Chooms um but yeah that, that's funny that's exactly what you answered so yeah it has to be uh, in therapy with the therapist uh,
1: yeah uses. so you pose an interesting question I'll think about it with the next update what happens if you take it and you're not in therapy right? Okay. Is there something that happens? That, I don't know. Yeah, and it's
0: funny. Nick's just put that in, in, in chat as well. I was wondering more if these drugs add a benefit to the therapy or if they're si- simply uh, supplemental.
1: Yeah, so so the way the, the um, book treats the therapy is that these drugs are necessary for therapy, right? Um, they don't really have like a classic like talk therapy or anything like that, like what we would get nowadays. It's all pharmaceutical-based. and But it's also like it it gets it helps you in like a week. I mean, uh, anybody who's been in therapy knows that's like a pipe dream there. So, you know, like it, it's it's really fast, but you got to use these drugs. Um, and that's how they, they designed it. So I kind of I wanted to mimic their same structure because it's easier to integrate, you know, homebrew when you kind of mimic the structures that they produce in the original. Um, less balance issues, less to worry about when you're doing that. Um, but I think you ask a really interesting question. Like, uh, I'll think about what happens if you take it and you're not in therapy. Uh, and maybe, maybe I should think about for the next update, what, uh, uh, if there's an option for therapy that isn't, um, pharmaceutical based, right. Can you go in and do a, a non drug based therapy? Um, those are, those would be good questions to kind of, um, uh, think about and, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. um, Yes. Yeah, so the cost of materials, um, Sloan is in the purchasing of like the drugs. So like, if you look at the, um, the book on page two thirty, it has like, uh, the cost of the drugs, uh, the cost of therapy in one column. And then it's got like the med tech, um, DV. And in there it has materials are like 500, uh, Eddie's and things like that. And so, um, That's kind of what I'm mimicking there is that same sort of situation and – but that's the cost to buy it like produced. Somebody made this for you. Now I'm going to take it and go do the therapy. Now if you take it as your medtech pharmaceuticals, well then you're going to go flip over to the the new pharmaceutical section and uh, look at the rules in there and you produce it yourself according to that um i made sure that those would be economical so um you're not going to act like in general you shouldn't spend more money trying to make the drug than it costs for you to go buy it right um now there's a role involved in making pharmaceuticals so if you got really bad luck then i guess sometimes it might but um you know uh it's not, it's not that hard a rule it's like a DV13 or something to, to make pharmaceuticals. So um, yeah it's, it's designed it should be economical even with the, the pyramid type scheme that I have where you have to use some doses of the prior ones to make the more advanced ones with some of these therapy things. Um, that's because like some of these drugs are like you know 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or something just on their own. So you know I wanted to make sure that uh, that was kind of addressed in the process.
0: Oh yeah, no, and then that brings us oh. to uh, the next section, which is medical uses of street drugs, and then it has you know the list of all these street drugs here. Um, yep. So yeah, go ahead.
1: So I, I I have some just various like uses that you can use um, street drugs for. Some are referencing some of the therapies that I had beforehand, or anesthesia, and some of it's just there for for flavor um synth coke well in real life cocaine is used in emergency rooms they're used for asthma attacks uh some other things sometimes and so because it it opens up the lungs bam you know and so um i I have some of that sort of flavor in there um as well as kind of referencing to some of the other sections where i'm mentioning these things so it's kind of all grouped together if you want to see some of these off-brand off-label uses um and then i think the last section in this chapter um, is on synthesizing street drugs. And this is kind of my own personal thing. Um, so the Artel um, story input out you know one of their FAQs and they explained that you use um, tech can fabricate street drugs and they can fabricate poisons, biotoxins. and basically they had them using basic tech because their definition is basic tech covers everything that's not covered by the other stuff. And so by their, by their definitions, their rules, this makes sense. It's simple. It keeps things consistent. It just didn't sit well with me. And so um, I shift this over to um, using some of the science skills. So you can use like chemistry and biochemistry, things like that to make your street drugs or your poisons, biotoxins, those sorts of things. Um, and so I kind of shift that over. And then also I add in this little little caveat and this is something that I, I think is cool, but you know, it's your table if you'd want to or not. But um, med, I let Medtechs uh, synthesize street drugs. I mean, they're already making pharmaceuticals, so I let them synthesize. It's the one area where they kind of get that tech fabricate power, uh, and um, it's treated just like a tech doing fabricate. Uh, with the um, big difference is normally when you're doing fabricate. Uh, you're using your fabricate uh, skill, the points you have in fabric- uh, fabrication to expertise. And here, I flip it out for your uh, medical tech skill, which is what med techs use to make their pharmaceuticals. So I just kind of flip out the skill, one of the skills in there and say, all right, you can go for it.
0: I uh, yeah, like PWB says, perhaps basic tech is a good stat to use, but there is a chance of contamination. Maybe like a yep, contamination, that. infection sort of thing happens or something. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. So yeah, that that could definitely be a good it way could, to
0: play. It could. It. Yeah, it could uh, contaminate it and then maybe lead. You know, if it's still used or something goes past that, it could cause some type of infection or, um, <laughs> you know, what yeah, was what some was type that of drug infection. going on in Russia years ago that was giving people crocodile? They oh it, crocodile or whatever. Yeah. 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 And it was That's like nasty shit. Yeah, it's fucking up people's skin and stuff. So see, like maybe you could implement some weird side effect but no great great point to make yeah a pwb like yeah, that. Oh,
1: yeah. That, that'd That be a great way to deal with it so um like yeah. i said you know your table your rules um these are some options for people to use yeah um the next few pages actually a uh interview um nice. simon the wandering dm wrote up an interview with uh dr carver uh that he has in a number of his streams nice. um It's pretty good. Check it out. Uh, He talks about his own issues with addiction.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I said for chat, like, you know, download this, get into the details. We're already passing, like, we've passed the halfway mark, and we're only halfway through this PDF, so we've got to streamline. So I'm going to, we're going to skip the lore stuff, the fun stuff. We're just going to cliff notes the different sections so we can get through this. So chat, please, definitely download it, dive in. There's so much good stuff in here. But yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it moving. Yep.
1: All right. So then we get kind of into the uh, chapter on addiction. Um, It just looked like a need that was like not quite being covered. And so I wanted to get into that. Um, But I, you know, I start off with the safety concerns, talk to your table. Some tables don't want to go into this. They want it veiled. Some, some have lines and they're like, no, we don't want addiction at the table. It's too heavy. Uh, I, I, in my approach to this, I wanted to be as respectful as I can to everybody. Um, So, if by some chance I offend anybody that hears me and reads this, just send me a message. Talk to me. Like, seriously, we'll, we'll fix it up. Um, you know, the, this topic is close to my heart. And so I can I understand that people, you know, might take something I said wrong or they might uh, find something I said offensive. I, You know, um, I try to clean up the language and try to make it as um, um, respectful as I can. Yeah, and, but, and you know
0: and, and I should add too, you know, uh we are cyber nation uncensored. We try to, you know put everything out there, not tone down too much, but, but like Stink Paul mentioned, there's lines and veils with gameplay and in any type of content. So if there's something that truly bothers you, offends you, or rubs you the wrong way, or you think isn't the right way to portray something or whatever, um, in anything we do from streams to tutorials to things like this, absolutely. Shoot us a message, uh, you know, be communicative. That's the way to evolve things and, and uh, be inclusive and cover all bases and make sure things can uh, keep moving forward, you know, so, um, feel free to message uh, any of us about anything that that we all create, uh, keeping in mind that when we create it, it's never to offend or anything. We try to put things out there to cover everything, you know, and and just supply all that and say, you know, you make your own lines and veils. You know, like the supplement, uh, I think it's great that you've, you've provided all this because it wasn't provided. So now if somebody does want to cover that stuff, they can dive in and you've provided yeah. options and ways to make it work. If it is uh, something that's offensive, somebody doesn't want to use, they can skip that chapter. They don't need to do it. It's within their lines, veils or whatever. They've worked that out in their session zero. Um, and I, But I think it's great that you've provided it. It's an option. But again, if there's any details that bother people... Hit us up anytime, and, and like Stink Palm said, just message him. So, um, I love that you said yep. that. So, let's, uh, let's dive back in.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, the first part of this chapter um, is on secondary effects. Um, and basically, I messaged Artel uh, Sorian on Twitter. I've done this a few times. Um, and um, I was asking about rapid talks. And one of the things they kind of revealed to me is that the way rules are as written, when you take a street drug, After the duration ends, then the effects wear off and you roll the secondary effect, which can include addiction, right? So by their definition, if you take Rapitox before the duration's over on a drug, you never roll secondary effects. You cannot become addicted if you use Rapitox to clean yourself before the drug's done. Uh, It's an expensive way to deal with it, but it's a way to deal with it. Um, and so I have that in there because they kind of clarified that for me. And that was a really interesting point that they made, um, with their rules. Um, the rest of this kind of gets into the kind of, how as a game master would I work with addiction? And so I talk about the urge, the urge to use drugs, um, that is very strong. This is, this is more than a desire. Um, I, I've had conversations with uh, people that I know that had drug problems, and they've described it. as like it's not like a desire. It's not like a need to eat food. It's like the need to breathe, that if I don't get it right now, that I will die right now. Like it is just so overwhelmingly powerful. And so um, – that's what I'm kind of describing there is that this is powerful that you have to um, mechanically you may have to make roles to uh, resist the urge to try to get more drugs. But also I mentioned that like GMs can take over characters temporarily if you're not really playing it and they really like telling you, you should be doing this, you know, don't take them the first mm-hmm. time or whatever, but you know, give it, give your player a chance to, to play. But uh, if they uh, seem to be just kind of ignoring it, then, yeah, the GMs can take over, and then and I think it's important
0: like, nudge that urge first, and then absolutely take over. I think it's also I, I cover something similar in the cyber psychosis thing. It's important, like when you get down to that empathy of like three, and then you know you kind of mention the players in two. All right, you need to start role playing that out. You, you kind of nudge that a little, and then you know if they're not, absolutely take over. All of a sudden, like the player, like yeah, you, you blacked out. You know, everyone wakes up to meet the next day, except you. Know, your player has blood on their hands. They don't know what the hell they did last night, and like you know that sort of cyber psychosis thing. I think that with this too like if they're not uh, leaning in and role playing the urge and you, and you nudge them and they're still not then yeah take over uh throw some some mm-hmm. role play in there to make that happen but um but i love that and then the next section here is uh yep. the tolerance let's
1: yep see, yep so up. um there's uh tolerance and you know that's a classic thing in addiction basically yeah, if you're using longer then you're going to have a higher tolerance and it's going to take more doses to um count and at that point like if you don't if you don't take enough doses of whatever and for your tolerance level then it doesn't count as satisfying your urge and it doesn't have the uh, primary effects like it doesn't it doesn't work it, you, you, it's just not enough um moving on from that it's just a quick note about addiction treatment in reference to the uh, prior chapter on treatments um because i'm kind of covering this whole like stages of of addiction then we get to recovery, and basically part of this coming from the uh, core book that it's uh, you know a year of um, of not using the drug, um, the recovery period. That during that period, if you do use, you automatically fail for secondary effects. Um, so you know you stay away from that. Um, and then I just kind of like I've kind of detailed in that sort of aspect uh, there and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and I mean, one thing that I want to mention, I didn't mention back in the, um, uh, treatment therapy section, but, um, I never talk about curing an addiction. Um, it's a purposeful thing. I talk about removing the secondary effects, because we're talking about the mechanics and like in terms of medical, you don't actually cure an addiction. there is no cure. we can manage it and so you know um, and you can be you know in recovery and that sort of thing. So um, I try to try to line up with that sort of thought process. Um, then moving on uh, it's just quick blip on smash and alcohol um, and that basically um, I think it's a little harsh to make people roll, uh, for addiction if they have one drink. Um, so I set a limit at three. Once you have three, That's then like, I, do in my I game have the effects. Yeah. One drink, two drinks, cool. No effects, no no problems, nothing. But you go further than effect. You might set your limit at different places. It's your choice. But um you know
0: sometimes um, I'll ask the players like what I did with my sirenscape weekly stream. Uh, early, early on, you know, when they first went out to a bar in, like, session one or wherever they were, um, you know, asking, like, oh, do you normally drink? And I'll just casually throw that in as they're drinking, but in my mind, it lets me know, like, am I going to have them roll in that addiction? Is it going to come into play? Or can they go out and casually have one to three drinks before they really start feeling a buzz and then have to roll? You know what I mean? Um, But I'll casually ask them, let them kind of describe their character and how they normally go out and do stuff, not knowing that it's actually going to play into... You know that outcome, but no, I think that's a great point to make. Good point. Um, yeah, chapter six. Uh,
1: chapter six treatment. is a ton of equipment. Um, yeah. the uh, story there's actually from um, is oh, a I story so. by uh, med tech uh, that's uh, one of my kids uh, who's actually a veterinarian. Uh, the the character is a veterinarian. Nice. Um, so but uh, there's a ton of equipment in here. Yeah. You really kind of have to dig through it. A couple things I'd like to highlight is the biosynthesizer. They talk about being able to get organic replacement body parts. This is where you get it. You can buy one. You can set it up in your place. And you can make yourself new hands, new arms. It's also where you're going to make your your big old elf ears. Or if you need fur, you know, and you want a uh, wolf snout, whatever it is, this is where you're going to be growing it. Um, So if you're doing, um, like, Uh, exotic body sculpting or if you're um doing replacement body parts or things like that this is what you want um my uh veterinarian med tech player um is actually rehabbing a cyber dog that went a little psycho and uh the the character's removing all the cyberware and then replacing the body parts with uh with organic ones um and giving the dog therapy so like you you could use it how you want. some of the other stuff is just real simple stuff that gets added. Disposable gloves, great for not leaving fingerprints. Uh, first aid kits, uh, they let you do uh, stabilization, quick fixes. Um, and then uh, life support system, that's the surgeon's answer to a uh, cryobag. It's not armored or anything, but it serves the same purpose, uh, to keep somebody alive when when they're on the table. Um um, Medi-myths. So these kind of, these are cool, um, made by Linda, so I'll, I'll shut this one out for sure. Um, they come in um, cybernetic or non. This is the Medi-myth EZ, which is non-cybernetic, and it's basically like a medtech kit in your hand. Uh, it only has like two uses worth of extra materials, consumable materials like bandages, sutures, whatever. But it flips like it. It's kind of based on um, Vic's hand thing in Cyberpunk uh, 2077, kind of loosely like modeled off that. But it's got like your your uh, your. Uh, scalpels flip out and you're like suture needles can nice. flip out and they can kind of like open up and everything. And when you're all done, it can like kind of all splay apart so you can wash it out real good, you know? Um, and that sort of thing. Um, and so you can get it as a mitt that's like goes over your hand or you can get a cybernetic takes two uh, option slots. Um, um, and so that's the MediMitt pro is the cybernetic. MediMitt easy is your, uh, is your hand piece. Um, so that's that's uh, one thing. Another thing that I kind of want to mention is uh, med tech bags. I have some extra rules here in that, like I say, that like half your bags actually consumable stuff that needs restocked. Each use of stabilize or surgery or whatever is basically ten bucks worth of materials, and uh, so you can get more. And you can restock your thing. Uh, and also, I just give my med techs an actual backpack, a carry all with uh, or bag with their uh, med tech bag. Like, uh, and I let them put extra stuff in it. So I say that the normal stuff fills up about a third of it. Your cryo pump will fill up about another third of it. You can you can shove other stuff in the rest of it. Um, so, um, I kind of do that whole thing. Um, Let's see. I mentioned safe dose earlier, uh, which is to test and make sure you're safe to give doses of uh, pharmaceuticals so it doesn't kill people. Um, Surgeon View, this one was cool. I came up with this one after tweeting it. Our story again. Um, so you can see a habit here. Uh, basically, I was like, hey, you know, scanner helps with paramedic. It helps with first aid. What helps with surgery? And they're like, well, we don't have anything, but it's probably a lot larger, a lot more expensive. And so that's what I have. I, I have Surgeon View. It basically is like uh, three, three internal viewing camera things you know, that scan you, like a kind of CT scan or a X uh, X-ray, but it's these top, soft tissue, the whole thing. And they, they're kind of put in different sizes, and then you have these monitors that let you see kind of a three-dimensional uh, view inside the person. And so while you're doing your surgery, you can kind of like work through them, uh, and it gives you a bonus to surgery. Uh, nice. And it's expensive as crap.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, they, um, that's some of the equipment, you know, dig in there, check out all the, all the equipment. There's a bunch of stuff in there that's, that's fun, useful, etc. Um, chapter seven, this one, um, I, I, really like this chapter. I put a lot of thought into this. Um, it might, it could come across as dry to some people, but I think it's going to be a great use for GMs and players. Basically I go through a ton of skills. And I'm like, this is how a med tech could use this. Med techs need lots of skills, and it's not just like the ones you think of. Yeah, deduction is for diagnosing people, so you definitely need that. Yeah, you definitely need paramedic. Um, One thing to note for everybody out there, paramedic does everything that first aid does and more. If you have a med tech, don't take first aid. Don't max that thing out. Max out paramedic because that'll give you so much more and the first aid, those extra points of first aid are a waste.
0: Uh, yeah. I like that. No. And I think it, it, it makes a lot of sense too. like, just to touch on a couple, um, you know, cause maybe just, just mention a couple of these, but like, as an example, like with brawling, um, you know, you will have yeah. to restrain a patient, you know, administer amnesia or something to someone that doesn't want it. Um, I like how you've mm-hmm. done with criminology um, you know, identifying the cause of death, fake cause of death. You know, um, bedside manner, cyber tech. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. One thing to note with cyber tech is there's no clear um, mention of what DV to use. A lot of crit injuries have multiple DVs depending on the skill being used, but cyber is not in there. And so my house rule is that you use the highest possible DV. It's on the list because cyber tech only a times one skill. Paramedics times two. Surgery is a, a role ability only. So it's a low, like it's the lowest level of skill. So it should have the highest DBs. Um, yeah, we got cyber tech. Uh, other things that you might not think of, evasion. Um, my med tech vet's pretty good at, at evasion because you don't want to get bit by a dog you're treating. So, right. You know, uh, but people get confused. They take swings at the doctors. It's, it happens. Um, but I have a bunch of this stuff in here, um, a bunch of uses for a medical tech skill. Like that's mm-hmm. a, a med tech only skill, and there's a bunch of uses for that. Um, there's chunks of these are mentioned in the book, and so I have those mentioned. But also things like, um, you know, uh, if you want to try to fake a cadaver, you need to know what test you're faking out you know or if you want to run these tests you need to know what you're doing um so i have like tons of stuff in there um paint draw sculpt you probably didn't think your med tech needed that but you do sometimes you want to do exotic body sculpting you got to be half artist like that's just how it is you know um or if you want to make somebody look exactly like somebody else you you gotta have that that artist touch to it
0: yeah and i like that Um, you put in there um one thing I, i do all the time i mean in the in the Main rule book. Um, You see it with like net running, right? They'll. uh, Am I frozen again there? Let me uh, try to get me back to normal. Here, now I'm moving again. Um, No, uh, you know, in net running, you know, a net runner will make a cloak. They'll do their. Um, interface role that'll kind of set the DV that later on is contested to see if you can break the cloak and vice versa. If they're in, they do Pathfinder. If it's high enough to kind of break the cloak, they can see it's there, get in, and another to beat the DV of the virus that was created. You kind of set your DVs that way. It's not mentioned enough or used enough in other ways, and I, I, I've i always done that. You can see it in my streams um, where I'll have players um, kind of set DVs that I'll contest based on doing these checks, and I love that you You've incorporated that sort of gameplay, that mechanic into this um, because I think it's just uh, you know it's a dynamic way to kind of use skill checks by setting DVs that the GM then contests to kind of set the story you know and play it out. But uh, but no, I love that. Just wanted to point that out and uh, yeah, moving forward. Sorry to yeah. stall it up. Yep. Let's keep faking, moving forward.
1: Faking all those those you know cadavers cause death, whatever. Those are all contested. I love, I love that uh, too. Because- man.
0: I love that you brought up uh, uh, faking the cadaver and uh, uh, the cause of death and that sort of stuff because um, it's also important to mention like that. That definitely comes up more than you think, you know, with teams like trying to hide a body, fake their death, fake something else's or an injury or do something like to manipulate. And most GMs are like, all right, give me a persuasion. Let's contest that. See if they see if you're lying. And I love that like these details are in on being able to inspect a body, creating these DVs to see if they can figure things out. Like awesome work. Great work.
1: I love like the investigation kind of thing that you can do. You're like, oh, hey, yeah. you know, medtech can make really good investigators on some of these things.
0: Exactly. Oh, And hand in so, hand, yeah. hand in hand with the media it can kind of lock in some evidence that yeah. increases the believability when breaking a story. So like this all comes in hand in hand with other roles and ways to use it. I love that you'd, you've done this. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that ties right into like uh, one of the last ones I'm going to mention is surgery, which has tons of uses, obviously. But uh, part of it is autopsy, like you know. So you can go and do an autopsy if you want, because you know, if I, if I'm going to have an investigation, have you looking into somebody's death. Well, then I need to be ready for you to go. Hey, how do mm-hmm. I do a talk screen on this dead person? How do I do an autopsy? How do I, you know, tell if this is fake? Uh, and so, yeah, these, these contested things, um, they're really, really good. Um, I, I, I like that sort of thing because you just really – it's dynamic, you know.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so, yeah, that gets us to the skills. It, I definitely recommend GMs and any player of a med tech read through all that stuff. There's tons of ideas in there of how you might use it. You'll probably come up with a bunch more when you're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. and um, it really helps you kind of flesh out and it's good to read before you make your character so that you can like make sure that you uh, you pick the right skills that you want to be able to do for your character
0: and that's a, that's a, a great thing to point out because I'm actually working on some upcoming GM tips uh, videos I was doing that series for like the past year and I had a big gap because of all the gameplay and I've been kind of mapping out new episodes of the game master tips and one of them, uh, is, is is player tip sort of stuff, right? Not just game master, but going towards the player. And uh, and one of the things is about that, like suggesting the skills, like dive into your character. I think it's so much better. Like, don't get me wrong, GM's like suggesting skill checks based on players saying, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Okay, give me this check to see if you succeed. That's typical gameplay. Love it. It works. You can still dive in. But man, gameplay just opens up and gets so much deeper and better when players also are like, oh, can I use this skill to do this? And they start getting creative with doing stuff. It's, it's like, man, it starts make it makes the GM start, oh, awesome. And then you start thinking of things. And before you know it, the story just starts evolving into this awesome thing, you know? Um, so yeah, d- I definitely encourage that too. Like, uh, if you're a player out there, you're playing a med tech, you need this. You need to download this, read it, and uh, and then start implementing it. And, you know, and if your GM isn't so versed in it, you know, that that's why you have it. And then you can say, oh, I want to use this and, and you know, do it like this. I mean, obviously get the, get the approval from the GM using any type of supplements or homebrew stuff that you're going to bring into gameplay first, um, get that approval, you know, but um, but yeah, use it. And uh, look, Raven and chat says, I'll be re- referencing this for Rob's new team. Yeah, because Raven's going to be in my new uh, weekly cyberpunk team uh, starting in May. Uh, she should be playing a med tech. So yeah, and you've got my approval. Absolutely. Use the supplement, um, dive into these skills and get creative. I think that'll be a lot of fun. But, um, but all right, cool. Moving on. I'm back to the P- PDF. It's all you.
1: Yeah. So, um, going to the last chapter, uh, this is this is a ton of flavor, really. It, uh, chapter eight is for medical professionals and businesses. Uh, all the medical professionals in here are somebody's character, uh, with I think maybe one exception. It's a, a person who's in the uh, uh, life path of a character. So like they're all like related. There's some, like somebody spent time thinking about these people and caring about them. So, um, and,
0: and it'd be cool uh, okay. for, for these two, uh, not, not to cut you off cause hold that thought, don't lose it. But, uh, when you do this, don't, don't streamline this as much. Um, like, obviously, don't read each section verbatim. Everyone, download this. Get it for yourself, you know what I mean? Um, but at least mention each one of these. I think it's kind of cool, um, like you said, like what you've yeah. done here with medical businesses. But, uh, but yeah, go on. go on.
1: Yeah, so so the um, medical professionals themselves, the med techs themselves, yeah. all the descriptions are written by the person who created them. So um, it, it, it's their words for what they want their character Sound like. the medical businesses. I made those. Um, I wanted to have some, some examples in here. Um, balanced living centers is, um, you know, a place that offers therapy and that sort of thing there. Um, they offer discount rates for certain people, uh, income-based payments, I think is actually what I say, uh, yeah. based on certain qualifications. And, um, they're the one I'm mentioning mentioned about, uh, the potential of, uh, possible brainwashing effects of their therapies you know you never quite know um especially when you don't remember a lot of what happened in therapy Yeah, later
0: on you're just like i don't know why but i am just so loyal to buying this one brand all the time now i don't like i'm (laughs) not addicted to this or i'm out of this sort of issue but now for some reason yeah like yeah
1: exactly (laughs) now i'm addicted to this shit
0: i don't know how that happened but
1: Um, The Body Snatcher Consortium is just an example of a um, cryotank facility operator. They have little facilities all over the city. They're just out of like apartments. They shuffle cryotanks with just a couple employees, and it's more or less for med techs to come in and um, uh, put people in cryotanks, you know, registered uh, um, cryotank operators. Um, And you can come in there and do that. They, They expect the med tech to do all the work. You know, you put them in. You take them out. You monitor the vitals. They'll send it to your phone um, so you can keep an eye on it, and you, you deal with it. Um, we're just offering the tanks. Um, the Medical Alternative Resource Exchange, um, I had to make it, say, Marks. I like uh, that. It, um, is kind of a um, social movement-y sort of – a commune kind of idea of med techs, techs and fixers who make medical based things for the poorest in the in uh, Night City. They they whip together the garbage of other people to make stuff to save lives. Uh, and you'll find them, um, you know, helping people. You also find them out at big protests against uh, corpse and stuff.
0: It's almost almost so, like my uh, my monthly team ghost that I have, um, like the Veritas one that my wife plays. Um, is the Media Corp, but I have a team, Ghost, uh, that's been in kind of hiatus for the past months uh, since the holidays, um, which we might be kind of wrapping that uh, soon, hopefully. But um, they kind of did that. They, they, we started uh, mm-hmm. a little med tech sort of uh, neo corp, Like, they're all different roles, um, but there is a med tech in there. But they were uh, in the process of hijacking all these supplies, and they're kind of doing, doing that sort of thing, like the sort of Robin Hood uh, vibe of, mm-hmm. of med tech and helping combat zone people and less fortunate um get the medical services that they need and, and they just got like an rv they were trying to become uh, do like a mobile sort of healing thing pulling a trailer med uh unit so they were kind of working towards some pretty cool shit but uh yeah it reminds me of that and, and also i love how you have it so it says marks i love the uh, i love anywhere in cyberpunk when you can play on names and use letters and, and abbreviate and have it say something else or throw the word new using NU or Neo in there. Like obviously it just sets yep. a total cyberpunk vibe. So I love that you've kind of incorporated yeah. some of these things. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah,
1: yep. um, Manoa is a Ripper Doc clinic that's got a pretty bad reputation for um, um, unwilling donations of cybernetics at times. Um, and they work a lot with uh, the Red Chrome Legion and Maelstrom. So if that gives you an idea of the kind of people they deal with, um, um, next steps, reclamation services. Um, this is something that, um, I spent a bunch of time thinking about. So there's a biosynthesizer and they make, it makes body parts and you got to have something to feed it, which I call bio goop. Um, and you give it some bio goop and you can make a body part and make whatever body part you want. Well, where do you get bio goop from? Well, you get bio goop in Night City, the easiest way is to get it from cadavers. You take and break down cadavers into part into the good stuff and the stuff you don't want, and then you sell the bio goop to people. And so there's services that collect cadavers. I mean, who who picks up all the bodies left over after you kill twenty people in the combat that zone? Hit. You know, it's not sitting out there for the next month stinking. No. Somebody swoops them up and you know, within five minutes all the gear's gone. You know, within an hour, probably all the cyberware is hacked off, but there's still the bodies there. And these uh, services, uh, they um known as recyclers. They go and they collect up bodies, and they recycle them into BioGoop and sell them off. And some of them uh, offer incentives, um, you know? So, like, you might um, – you might give them several cadavers, and then they give you, like, some bio-goop back, or they uh, maybe they uh, offer other incentives where they pay you a little bit of money, or they do whatever it is. Um, yeah, I
0: like that you mentioned, so, like, a punch card sort of system. Like, it's very, uh, yep. like, going to Subway or something, <laughs> so like, you know, exactly. it's just like a chain. You know, it's very casual. Like, they even have a punch card and shit that you get, like, rewarded, or, like, you know. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I came up with that for my, for my med tech, um uh, And I, I mentioned in his little brief uh, blurb, uh, where is it, in the pharmaceuticals chapter. Uh, and uh, I, I love it. I was like, no, you you got a punch card, and you're just like, boop, oh, oh, all right, now I got yeah, yeah, some, like, free goo.
0: It's very you know? cyberpunk. It brings, like, that, that dark vibe, like, when you're dealing with cadavers and, like, some real serious, like, heavy shit like that, where it's, like, dead bodies and cadavers and transformation forming them into goop the good and the bad stuff you know <laughs> like just the the, yep. the the gritty grossness and darkness of all that um is just compounded when on top of it you're like oh, oh you got your punch card oh, let me just click oh great hey you know you get a discount next time and like all of a sudden it's just very casual and like happy and uh-huh. like you get rewarded and it, it just becomes this r- real dark and disturbing like i love it
1: <laughs> yeah. well the kind of um callous uh, he's combat medic he's seen enough death and he's just kind of like oh well somebody died all right you know uh-huh. Gotta clean it up. Oh yeah. And so um then we get into the uh, uh, actual medical professionals. Um and I'll just kind of give a quick shout-out to each of the people that kind of um contributed each of them. You can read through them, but they're great NPCs that if you want to use, they're all over the city. Um you can pull them in for your games, um, and you know, oh you're in this area? Well, here's a guy who's in that area that you can hit up and try to get services. Um Angel is um, Linda Whitson's uh, uh, med tech. She actually plays on CyberNation Uncensored in the uh, play-by-post with this character. Um, Artemis is one of my kids. And just to take a moment,
0: like, yeah, uh, anybody out there that's interested in joining our play-by-post, join the CyberNation Uncensored Discord. Um, I know sometimes the teams fill, but it always fluctuates, and there's always uh, uh, times where seats open up there. Um, and we're always looking for more GMs too to expand our play by post. And like I mentioned earlier, we partnered with, uh, well, we've been partners with uh, Night City Stories in their West Marches, but we're about to take that up a notch. So, um, lots of gameplay opportunity there. So check out the Cybernation Uncensored Discord. But, uh, but yeah, back to the uh, the medical professionals. Yep.
1: Um, the next one, Artemis. Uh, that's actually one of my kids, uh, Ripperdoc, um, and uh, she is a, uh, a veterinarian by training. Uh, worked with the Blood uh, Nation as a, uh, a circus vet. Uh, and she, she's handled lions in uh, one of the adventures she had to help handle a Komodo dragon they were trying to sell. <laughs> uh, uh, she's, she's very anti-cybernetics. Uh, we got Dr. Alan Carver. If you watch any of uh, Wandering DMs uh, that his cyberpunk red stuff, uh, Dr. Carver shows up all the time. Uh, he's a He's, he's a very competent doctor who had a very bad drug addiction problem, mm-hmm. may have gotten a little clean after one of the players dangled him off a roof by his feet. Yeah, um, I think I so. even,
0: uh, on one of their episodes, one of their previous seasons, I went and made an appearance there. I went as a player. I played uh, my wife's uh, character from one of our previous right. sessions, Raven. I played her solo uh, over on Wandering DM's uh, channel for fun and got to meet or talk to, I guess, and interrogate um, Dr. Alan Carver. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. that was a cluster, that whole flavor thing you guys got into. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Then Doc. Doc is is Capricious Nature's uh, cybernetics doctor. Specializes in Mm Borgware. So there's not a lot of people that do Borgware. Uh, and that's, you know, her feels totally like cybernetics solves everything. Dr. Frost slash Mr. White, that's from one of uh, Simon's uh, wandering DM's campaigns and uh, he's actually the one who got Carver to go clean. He's a fixer slash med tech who works for trauma team. Knackerman, uh he's mine. He's a, uh, a Bangladeshi man that's a combat medic, um, trained in the military and uh, got kicked out of his country and is making his life in in night city he's a uh, he's a bit callous but he offers all kinds of services and he likes to go on runs so you want a combat medic to run with you he'll go with you uh, he's confident with full autos and all sorts of crap uh, he'd rather be out in the field than sitting in you know well his date basement where he does surgery uh, mad mads you know Uh on second, F and chat for poor Mad Mags, but
0: uh, <laughs> Mag Mags
1: was from um, uh, Cyberpunk goes nomad. Ended up dead, but I had asked uh, uh, Vampire Bites if he wanted to contribute, and he offered up a story and a little uh, blurb on uh, Mags. Uh, the Sheik is actually uh, angels. Mentor uh, that I mentioned earlier is created by uh, Linda Whitson. Uh, Then we have uh, Dr. Adelaide Hollow Traversi, which is Hollow from Team Nameless. Hmm. And uh, she contributed a story at the very beginning of this uh, book. So uh, like most of these people in here, they They wrote some of the stories as well as uh, gave me a character character. Um, in fact, you can kind of go through and you can find the story written by like pretty much every one of them. Um, except for Sheik. Sheik's, he's in one of the stories. Um, and then we kind of, we just tie it up. We have another story at the end and then our, our credits and, uh, we set up our credits so that it has links to the people, uh, who contributed. It was their choice what they wanted in there. Most of them go to like Twitter or something like that. Some don't, but, um, you know, they told me what they wanted if they wanted something in there and we uh we did that and i also kind of felt with the uh with both the characters and the uh contributors i put in pronouns for them um so that you know how to refer to all the characters and the contributors if you want to on all this you know so i felt that was important um and especially important when some people use like handles or whatever to uh uh reference them so yeah, that pretty much ties up the whole thing.
0: Yeah, no, great job. And, and I'll tell you what, um, in getting to dive in on the last ones and streamlining some of the other parts, we went through every section. We got everything mentioned, a couple of the key points, even got to dive into the drugs and we still kept it within uh, the two hour mark. Uh, anybody watching, we wanted to try to keep it like under under the nice two hour mark um, for the stream. So it actually like worked out perfectly. So um, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, anybody in chat, while we're just doing the final uh, uh, outros and chatting about this, if you if you have any questions, um, put them in there. Ask ask now while we got Stink Palm live, and um, you know we can answer any questions about the supplement. Otherwise, uh, let me see one last time. I'll put the link in chat one last time, um, so everybody can make sure they download this supplement and uh, you know dive into it yourself. Like I said, we just briefly kind of. Dabbled in, uh, you know, parts of each chapter. We at least explained each chapter, so you know what the whole thing has going on. Um, but we we absolutely didn't read any of the great stories and lore you know, dive deep into the different characters that you can use in gameplay um, let alone all the details and the charts and things that, that you've created and put in there, so um, everybody make sure you download it, and anybody watching the VOD uh, check it out in the description, I'll have the link there in the description for the YouTube channel and anybody listening uh, to the podcast, we have a podcast that goes out to like a hundred different sites, uh, I'll put the link in the description there, sometimes uh, those uh, links don't go active on the different podcast platforms so if you're listening to this uh make sure oh hey thanks for the uh the follow there uh where's a where's so dome doom we are so so doom i think i figured it out we are so doom i might be butchering it i don't know yeah thanks for okay cool we are so doomed nice when it pops up in there it kind of breaks it in the overlay so i have i have to try to figure it out a little bit um but yeah thanks for thanks for the follow everybody else that was following too um But yeah, anybody listening to the podcast, uh, uh, if the link's not working uh, on a particular platform you're listening, uh, all you got to do is go to cybernationuncensored.com. Cybernationuncensored.com, we have all kinds of free assets there, but you'll see the medicine uh, in the time of red right there towards the top at the time of uh, airing this live stream and posting the VOD out. Um, If this is farther in the future, you might have to scroll down a little, use the free assets, free stuff, uh, hashtags. Uh, to locate it, uh, but it's there. And download it, check it out. It is amazing, man. You did a great, great job. Great fucking job. And also with the live stream, uh, diving in and explaining it for the deep dive, man. Awesome. Uh, let me just yep. make sure we didn't get any uh, miss any questions.
1: See, PW's got a question. Um, yeah, so things I want to expand on, I'm kind of building a small list. The big one that I really want to hit is I want to hit animals. In my cyberpunk, there's more animals than in some of the other versions uh where there are cats and dogs and stuff around the city um and so i want to i want to kind of really dig into that and uh linda uh who's helping me with this whole thing as my editor also a pair, uh, has a degree in zoology so that will nice. be awesome and i mean everybody in my house is an animal lover so like we well i want to dig into that there's a couple other areas um and then there were some there were some questions that came up today. You know, what happens when you take therapy drugs without uh, being in therapy, or can you do therapy without drugs? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, as those come up, then I start thinking about them and I start working on a, on a solution for them. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are a couple um, areas.
0: Props from uh, We Are So Doomed saying, as a scientist, I guess uh, We Are So Doomed as a scientist. That's pretty cool. Um, as a scientist, I love the technical details and their accuracy. So there you go. There's some.
1: Oh thank you. Yeah, thank props you. props yeah, from
0: a scientist. It says nailed it right there. Oh, yeah. my
1: yeah, uh my wife's a scientist and so um, and I I have I have some background in medical stuff, nothing like serious, but like done some first responder stuff. I worked in psych inpatient for a while, like I've been around. My mom's an ER nurse, so I I've been around this stuff my whole life and I wanna to try to like hit some of that stuff that that's try to get some accuracy in there, look up stuff when I don't know.
0: Oh yeah. Definitely. Now P W B says, and yet I'm still P W bind. Well, now I've been I've been, I've been rocking the P W B ever since you explained that. Once in a while, we got to rock the P W bind. Um, I like that. It's it's Mister Bind if you're nasty. I don't know. Old, old old school Janet Jackson reference. So stupid. So stupid. Um, but no, I, I think he did a great job uh, diving in, uh, tearing this thing up. I think. Uh, you know, it, it's an amazing supplement. As you see, Raven even mentions uh, in her character as she does a med tech on my upcoming stream, she's going to use it. Um, I, I told you how Night City Stories mentioned, how they love it and their players are using it in their West marches. Um, it, it's awesome, man. Great job. People are loving it. They're using it. Um, I want to encourage anybody watching the stream, uh, watching the VOD, the podcast, uh, if you're using it, if you dig it, let us know in the comments, you know, comment the VOD on the podcast anywhere. Uh, Tag us so we see it. Let us know that you're using it and tell us in detail how you're using it, how your players um, have been enjoying it. What parts of it are they using and what gameplay? Like I I love reading about that sort of stuff and gameplay, you know, Um, so hit us up. Let us know uh how you're enjoying it anybody watching um aside from that any famous last words uh before we cut this thing
1: no i'm not good at famous last words but um well some last words some
0: mediocre okay last words. Um, i like it
1: also hit us up if you have problems right? Like, it's great to hear what's going right, but when I learn what's going wrong, I can try to fix it. Good point. And let me know what the problem is. So, um, and if you have any questions, if things aren't clear or you just have questions or you really want to like, hey, I wish this was in here, hit me up. You can get me on the CyberNation Discord or you can get me on Twitter. Those are probably the best places to to find me. Uh, Palm 7 in both places. So, yeah, let us know what you use, what works, what doesn't. Um, Exactly. and, And what's missing um and oh yeah you know we'll we'll i'll put it on my list of uh notes for for next update and we'll work through that
0: great point great point also uh you just made me think of something too anybody watching that's also a creative thinker content uh creator you have ideas Uh, You know, for a supplement or something similar to this, Uh, the next deep dive is going to be the vehicles of red by capricious nature, one of our GMs uh, that streams with us. But maybe you have something that you're going to expand on, make a supplement, we would love to host it on the website, promote it to the community, get people using it, and maybe do a deep dive on it. So uh, uh, hit me up in that manner as well. Um, There's another option. Other than that, uh, we see everybody thanking us in the chat. Thank you right back for uh, tuning in, contributing ideas, uh, asking questions, making this a successful live stream, a great deep dive. I want to thank my guest, Stink Palm, one last time, uh, and we'll see everybody uh, in the live streams. And next time, hit us up on live. Uh, Take care.